This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Sammy, mm-hmm. we've been journeying along on these Amazing People series, and one of the ones I wanted to share with you is the story of Homie Clothing, okay, which is, a, you, you might not have heard of it because it's a clothing warehouse in, um, in Melbourne, but what they do is truly incredible, and joining us right now is the CEO of that store, Nick Pierce. How are you doing, mate? G'day, guys. How are you? I'm, I'm going well, thank you. Mate, can you give us a little bit of the backstory on how Homie Clothing came to be? Yes, uh, it's a good question. It's a bit of a bit of a tale, but um, I'll try and get it uh, nice and uh, concise for you. So, one of the co-founders that I met on a, on a fundraising bike ride uh, back in 2013 um, through Southeast Asia, we rode from Vietnam to Cambodia, raising funds and awareness for anti-child trafficking. Um, and um, I guess the project itself was. Uh, really about just one school in a very remote region and around 40 students. And um, the thing that we really enjoyed about that trip was that it was just very tangible and transparent, the impact, and it was grassroots. Mm. But we kind of got inspired to want to try and do something back home with, like, you know, great quality and care and, and, and meaning. And um, I guess homelessness being so prevalent in Australia, and particularly in Melbourne where we are, um, that was a natural place for us to start. So what we did was we uh, we started to interview people who were living rough on the streets of Melbourne um, and sharing their stories with their consent, of course, um, to try and provide, I guess, a deeper insight into these individuals and to try and also dispel those preconceived notions towards homelessness because obviously there's a lot of stigma around um, topic of homelessness. And I guess we just wanted to sort of really challenge that and provide an alternative perspective because the reality is very different to the common perceptions. So mm. that page just got a lot of momentum and um, huge feedback and, 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 and a want from our, um, I guess, the supporters to, uh, I guess, uh, what, what could they do that would um, be further to just, you know, reading these stories. And, and what we decided was to create an event um, in Fed Square in the heart of town in Melbourne. Um, and it was called the Street Store Initiative, which actually had begun in um, South Africa. And it's a, it's a global concept, but um, we did Australia's first ever one. And essentially, it's like a, a cardboard thrift shop providing a, a dignified shopping experience. So we invited uh, our community online um, to bring along either brand new or good quality clothing that they were willing to part with. And then we also engaged with local homelessness service to, to bring their, their, their clients along. So um, that was kind of where the marriage came from. And it was a fantastic day. This is sort of in December 2014. And I guess from that, there are a few lessons and learnings and, and things that I guess we wanted to do um, further to, I, I guess, make sure we could have a, a deeper impact. And um, we kind of came to this sort of realisation that, you know, a great way to make our mates care about homelessness was through clothing, was through through clothing, and, what, and how can we do something more permanent? And, and I guess it was kind of one of those things where we thought, well, what if we could create a brand where people can sort of wear the clothing and it's unassuming and it's cool and it's progressive and it's, you know, it's right in that sort of niche of streetwear, but um, we could use the profits to, to provide more of these opportunities and then these special occasions for these people experiencing homelessness, which has now really evolved into something far more than that. It's actually about providing, you know, we, we run this unique, first of its kind, training and employment program for youth who are at risk or experiencing homelessness and hardship. So it's um, it's come a long way, but um, one of those things, it's been a bit of a ripple effect, but you can sort of just see the common themes. We just wanted to do something um, with, with real quality and, and dignity and, and, and care, and that's kind of um, where we are now. Yeah, tell us more, Nick, about uh, the place of Homey Clothing now. It's obviously grown since 2014. Um, yep. What's your setup down there in Melbourne? We've got a um, store that's um, right in the heart of Fitzroy, so it's a pretty trendy uh, area. I think it's kind of the equivalent of a new town in Sydney as such, and it's sort of... Yeah, um, I mean, not as really trendy. Like it's obviously not as trendy. <laughs> no, yeah. no, well, yeah, no, no. My apologies, uh, <laughs> forgive me. So look, it's um, it's, it's a really cool store. It's uh, you know, and we've got and, and all the clothing is, is is made here in Melbourne, so it's ethically sourced and produced. 
Um, and essentially, it's just you know stuff that you would you would I, I guess any other brand that you would wear these days that's in that streetwear component. Um, but obviously, knowing that we use one hundred percent of our profits to provide um, our VIP shopping experience, which I'll touch on, and also our Pathway Alliance, which is the retail trade and employment. So it's one of those businesses where I guess it's a it's a social enterprise. You know, it's what the, 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 the terminology is um, these days. But uh, we like to think of it as a business of purpose. And the brand itself has come leaps and bounds. I mean, we're doing our first ever runway at Vamps this Saturday, which is really exciting. So for us to be able to get that sort of, you know, uh, I guess nationwide recognition as a, as a brand that sort of has that credibility is is very, very cool. Well, I think one of the things I really appreciate uh, when I first heard this story was these events that you have when you'd shut the store down and then open it up to, you know, a, a local homeless um charity that you've partnered up for to put on these events can you kind of break that down and what that moment's like when you shut the store down and open it up yeah for sure so we, we call it our vip shopping day and obviously we're kind of putting that that uh, traditional notion of a vip on its head and our vips are kind of the again the have nots uh if you will as opposed to the haves. so one of those things that we thought was really important to provide that opportunity and um so what we do is we we, we close the store yeah once a month um, and we invite a local um, youth homelessness service to, to bring their clients into our store and, and shop for free. So the clients get to choose five items of brand new clothing at their own discretion. So we're not just handing them stuff, it's stuff they actually want and they get to choose it and have agency over, you know, their own sort of um, uh, image as such. Um, we also um, have, yeah, uh, barbers who provide haircuts and makeup artists and nail technicians and, and have just food and coffee. And it's it's really just about providing a pick-me-up and a, and a, and a dignified experience. So um, it's a very, very important part is, 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 is someone's self-confidence and worth. And you can't underestimate what an experience like that can have. It could be the difference between someone deciding that they feel more comfortable to, to go back to school because, you know, their self-image, that they, they feel might have improved potentially or whatever it might be. But um, we've, you know, had fantastic feedback through that. And that kind of um, really lends itself to our, our, our most important project, which is obviously now when we're providing um, these, these retail training and employment opportunities. And we had young people coming through these VRP days um, who are sort of saying, look, I'd love to, you know, help out and, and, and learn from you guys. I'm I'm finding it hard to get a job. I don't have any experience. I've got nothing on my resume and nothing is really happening for me in this space. You know, would it be okay if we could sort of um, help out at the store? And that's kind of where it really has um, has been the catalyst and, and, and inspiration for what's now, I guess, our the real core of our business, which is actually getting young people uh, who are, yeah, as I said, at risk or experiencing homelessness or hardship into, um, you know, workplaces and, and getting them paid and, and, and getting them support. And um, it's, it's working really well, which is awesome. Homelessness is a big issue down there in Melbourne. It is here too in Sydney. And I feel like the, the, you're doing an amazing work in giving dignity to those who are, are sleeping rough. What is it you think that, I mean, people who are listening to this podcast should know about um, those who are homeless and how we can better support them. Great question. Look, I think one of the one of the big things um, is that there is obviously this stigma around homelessness, and a lot of the time there's an assumption that oh they're just drug addicts or alcoholics, and it's their own fault. And it's just, it's just I could just say wholeheartedly that it's very unwarranted um, and uninformed. I mean, the reality is, according to the most recent census, that we have around 116,000 people on any given night who are experiencing homelessness in Australia. Um, but, um, you know, according to the statistics that only 6% um, uh, are experiencing that as a result of substance and alcohol abuse, which is really nothing in the scheme of things. Mm. And obviously, there's always a reason as to why someone is, you know, using it. And I, I guess it, it, often it's sort of to do with mental health issues, et cetera. And it's one of those things that the leading causes of homelessness, people obviously think that's the number one. 
sticks of sand versus obviously the number one is, is, a, is a lack of affordable housing and then obviously followed very closely by, you know, family violence and, and domestic violence. So I guess it's trying to get people more educated about the reality of the situation as well as the fact that out of that 116,000, um, there's 6,000 uh, or so who live rough on the streets and then there's 110,000 that we actually don't see. You know, it's almost invisible homelessness. So couch surfing, sleeping in cars, in supported accommodation. So the issue itself just needs a lot more I guess, light shined on it to kind of inform people that the reality is very different to what is often sort of perpetuated through the media and, and all the rest. So we find that, and, and the feedback has been from people who are living rough as such, is that all we're looking for is someone just to acknowledge our existence. You know, it's a very mundane, boring, they're living the same day over and over again. What I'd really love is just for someone to give me a smile. So it's not about, you know, having to produce some sort of grandiose gesture. It's really about just obviously acknowledging that person's existence is one thing that you can do that's very simple on your you commute to work each day or when you're walking past or offering to buy a coffee. But I've also heard a lot of the time that people, that the feedback has been, that, and, and this is kind of makes sense, right? This is really logical that um, when people sometimes offer food as such, um, often we'll go to a Macca's or a Hungry Jack's or whatnot and get a meal and, and drop it off. But sometimes, uh, and, and I know that the feedback has been that, oh, there's been experiences where someone's gone, I've, I've done that and the person didn't want it and I felt really offsided by that. But the reality is that person might have been offered Macca's 10 times that day and they might not want to eat that because obviously it's not the most nutritional food for them and we never feel fantastic after eating it ourselves. So it's also kind of asking the person, what can I get for you? Is it something that, you know, rather than sort of just assuming that, this, that the person um, might be hungry, I'll get them this. Um, I can understand why someone would say no to Maccas after being offered it for the tenth on that day. So mm, it's kind of, yeah. I guess, one of those things where we can kind of just, you know, ask the person, well, what can I get you? It might be a toothbrush. It might be, it might be something that we actually hadn't have sort of presented. So um, that's a really easy thing to do. But obviously, it's just to educate people, right? Is that no one's a homeless person. It's a, it's a, it's a person experiencing homelessness, and we've evidenced this ourselves, and we know this through all the partners that we work with that. People can get out of homelessness. They just require, you know, a really strong level of support and care and an opportunity. And that's where I guess we're trying to add value is by providing these opportunities to these young people who are who are finding it very difficult to get, you know, a start in the workplace. Nick, I know personally, you know, it can be very challenging to ask for help. And you know, like, um, I'm just picturing that moment for, uh, you know, dignified shopping experiences for these VIP days that you're talking about. That you have these people who come into this space. And there's that question of what do you want from me? And, you know, there's a, a, a reluctance, but all of a sudden you've rolled out the red carpet and there's this delicious food and there's these barbers giving haircuts and I can get my nails sorted and I could pick five items of clothing. Can you can you kind of talk us through one of those moments with one of those people as they kind of realise this, you know, the special nature of what you're trying to do because it really is a disruption to the um, the fashion industry. Hey, this is for the for fancy pants people, but you're saying no, this is for this is for everyone. Yeah, oh look for sure. I mean, it's it's amazing just to observe some of these. You know, obviously, sometimes the people that we have who who come into the store are initially very shy and timid and and kind of quite shocked and and taken aback by. I don't have to pay for this stuff. Are you, are you serious? Like this is this is amazing. I mean. Um, I can't believe it, which is which is awesome for us. I mean, we, we get the feedback for obviously the support workers that some of these guys, you know, they hadn't really heard them say, you know, two words um, mm. ever. <laughs> and then, you know, in the in the car back to the to the to the accommodation, and, and and you know, they're beaming with a big smile and just sort of saying, I can't believe it. And, you know, that was awesome, and that's amazing for us. Obviously, and I think the the thing about that is that it's it's, it's really a pick me up, and we know that that's not the solution to homelessness, right? But it is we can provide someone who's having potentially a really tough time. 
and a day that they can look back on and go, geez, I had a good day. I was going through a really tough time there, but I had a good day there. And obviously through that, we found that you know, that clothing is not the solution to homelessness, but we realised through these VIP days um, and through these young people coming through that what they really were craving for was, was opportunity. So we mm. kind of had, had this amazing realisation where we kind of found our calling and we're now playing you know, this, this game of providing as, as, as many retail opportunities as possible to, to young people, and it's, it's awesome. I mean, it really is. It's, it's kind of one of those just beautiful marriages and retail is the biggest employer of young people and, 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 and youth homelessness, so just another statistic for you. So around, I think, 38% of that homelessness population, so 38% of the 116,000, it's the biggest percentage out of the entire homelessness cohort is young people 25 or under. So it makes sense that we can provide opportunities to these young people through the biggest employer of young people being retail. So it's it's a great industry. You know, it's like fashion. It's, it's, it's an amazing way to kind of twofold. We're kind of trying to kill two birds with one stone. We're trying to provide these opportunities and these pathways out of homelessness, but also we're trying to make caring cool. You know, it's actually, you know, be, be a homie. That's our, that's our tagline, hashtag be a homie. Grab an item of our clothing and wear it with pride. You know, it doesn't say, on, on the top it doesn't say, you know, anti-homelessness organisation or anything like that at all. But, you know, suddenly people understand that this is a, this is a cause that, you know, you can look good um, by wearing the garments, but also feel good knowing that there's these awesome initiatives that are happening as a result. Nick, you are an absolute champion and it's been an absolute delight getting to talk to you today. We love what you're doing down there, man, and we're looking forward to it finally getting up here eventually. Yeah, that's look, it's very kind, guys. I really appreciate the opportunity, absolutely. And that's that's certainly our hope is, you know, we'd love to get ourselves, you know, obviously it's a, it's a national and it's a global issue. And uh, I think for us, you know, we're really excited at the prospect of getting ourselves up the coast and to, to Sydney would be, uh, would be incredible. So uh, watch this space for sure. And uh, if people want to know more about Homie Clothing, where's the best place they can go? Yeah, so just um, www.homie.com.au. Awesome. All right, check it out. Thank you so much, Nick Pearce from Homie Clothing. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.